Good afternoon, brothers and sisters. This is Debbie Harris, your host with In Hot Pursuit, where we strive to bring you biblical truth and introspection and stir your heart to hunger after God. And I got a good show for y'all today. But before we dive in, because I got a special guest, before we dive in, we're going to go ahead and set the atmosphere. And then we're going to jump into our discussion. I'm going to introduce our guest and we'll go right into our discussion. And we're going to be talking about spiritual self-maintenance today. You don't want to miss it, so stay locked. And so here, uh, again, thank you for joining us. Oh, what a treasure. I make time for what I want. I choose my Jonathan McReynolds and it's called Make Room. It's one of my favorite songs. Um, so yes, we're making room and we're making space for Jesus um, to sit in our midst today, right? And um, to sit with us while we have this conversation and hopefully it's a blessing to you. So again, thank you for tuning in. So let me introduce to you guys my guest. Oh, I am so excited. <laughs> so, <laughs> Mammy Sanders is a transformational speaker, confidence and branding success coach for new and aspiring visionaire female entrepreneurs. And she is affectionately known as the midwife to women, uh, helping birth the vision that has been placed within them. And so that's what she does. Uh, she has overcome so many challenges and I'll let her tell you about that. Um, but Yes, y'all, we got this guest on, and we're going to Thank be talking about um, spiritual self-maintenance. So, uh, Mammy, go ahead and take the floor. Hey, well, first of all, let me say thank you, and that I am so excited um, to be here and just speak with you. Um, I am an advocate for self-awareness, um, and not in just in a... Um, physical aspect, but in a spiritual aspect, and especially as leaders and entrepreneurs, there's a part of ourselves that 
we have to be able to maintenance to be able to um, be effective and not bleed over on the people that we are called to serve. All right. Oh, I love that. Oh, you just said something right there. Oh, my oh, goodness. <laughs> that was my last mammy. That was so, I, I mentioned that in the last, one of my last episodes, how healthy leaders don't bleed on us. Uh, Man, you just mm -hmm. said something right there. But go ahead and um, we're so excited. So tell the people about you um, and give a little bit of your testimony. Well, just a little about me. Um, wow. I like to say that I am an example of God's grace. Um, I have overcome um, cancer. I have, you know, overcame abuse. And I literally turned my pain into purpose. And literally, it's that's where my passion comes in when it comes to women. Um, and and then spiritualpreneurs, because I really feel like it's, it's the process. It's the thing that we have to overcome that makes us truly who God called us to be. Um, and so for me, it's just being able to not only support people in a business aspect, but be able to support them in their mindset and having that boldness to be able to do what they were called to do. And that comes with the inside work that a lot of people don't want to do. <laughs> you know, I'm loving but, yeah. this because we're right in the middle of a series called Character Lessons. And oh my goodness, that's what I've really been trying to drill home is the importance of that inside work, that inside surgical work yeah. that God wants to do because he wants to deal with our heart issues. He wants to deal with, um, you know, our bad habits. He wants to deal with our attitudes. Mm -hmm. He wants to deal with our character yeah. flaws. Um, he wants to deal with that because what is he doing? He's like that potter, right? And he's constantly molding us and making us into he, to, to who he's called us to be before the mm -hmm. foundations of the world. So, yeah. wow. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's not, um, and I'm, I'm a true believer that, like, the thing that we're just like, God, I'm struggling with this, um, whether it's finances and whether it's, um, for me, I struggle with my mindset. <laughs> like I I had this poverty mindset, this lack mindset about myself that in troubles I always felt like I was going to stay stuck there. But when God showed me the key to the life that I w was called to live was inside of my mind, I was willing to take that process, even when it hurt because it wasn't always cute. It wasn't always Oh, this is this is the process. No, it hurt. It took forgiveness. It took healing. It took um, looking at myself and saying, "Girl, that that's that's you." Come on. <laughs> and you need to change that. And then not only that, and a lot of people think when it comes to changing and transformation that you just make this big change, and that's not it. It's, it begins with that first thought you make that day when you begin your day and you say today i am setting an intention to be and whatever you choose to be that's what you lead out and so i truly believe that it begins with the self-work it begins with how i look at myself and then a lot of times we're not even looking at ourselves how god sees us we're looking at ourselves how the world sees us so then we stuck wondering why we in circles one second like oh i love myself and then the next second we like oh i'm not feeling myself because of the world so it's a i feel like wholeness is, is is the key wholeness is that's what god ha it's our inheritance to be whole mm -hmm. we're not supposed to like anything so when we're lacking in our inside work when we're lacking in our self-love when we're lacking in our confidence when we're lacking in our mindset that means there's a problem that's in our core that needs to be addressed mm -hmm. oh this is good Woo! <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Woo. So it's it's um and it takes a type of boldness to address yourself. It takes a type of confidence. 
and to be fearless and address that everything ain't perfect. In mm-hmm. a perfect world, right? Everything ain't perfect, though. Mm-hmm. And then to be able to understand that God understands we're a process. So perfection isn't needed. It's just for us to be willing to go through that process and trust him in that process of becoming whole. Like, that's what it's really about. The dreams, the lifestyle that you want, the um, relationships you want, the career you want. At the end of the day, if you look at it, it begins with you. Mm -hmm. So it begins with the core of who you are, the core of your beliefs, the core of your values, the core of how you take care of yourself. Because in reality, some of us don't even value ourselves enough to take care of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking about physically and spiritually. Yeah. Yeah. You're talking right. Because in this season, I decided to start eating clean. And uh, Mm -hmm. one of the reasons was is because I started looking trying to look at my temple differently and like what am I putting in my body and is it promoting health um Mm -hmm. and that's that's another thing that's character too because now you got to deal with those habits you got to deal with those mindsets that you keep what are you eating when you're stressed when you are you eating when you're emotional um you know like when I read when I wrote the book mind your money it was because I came out of something right and I used that Uh I took that information that I learned and put it in a book, but I went through a hard financial situation, and I had to deal with those same mind barriers, and had to come and see where do where am I living far as money language? What? How do I handle money? How do I view it? How I? And so God began to deal with me because some of the stuff that you you um, you bring in with you, <laughs> you bring in this with yeah, you. It's baggage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're a part of the kingdom, but you didn't brought some stuff in mm-hmm. there with you. <laughs> And it's like, uh-huh. this, is not the, this is not a kingdom mentality. And I got this mindset from community sometimes. We got it sometimes from our upbringing. We got it sometimes for, you know, the communities that are the neighborhoods we were raised in. We just picked up certain things that we just haven't let, we just haven't, we haven't let go of. We, we, we've um, allowed it to take root in our life. And now uh-huh. sometimes it, it stops us from being able to walk in the blessing that God has called us to walk in. Because we're we're not using his principle, we're using the principle that we were taught, or we that we learned, <laughs> a learned. Uh-huh. But yeah, so that is so good because man, this is good because spiritual self maintenance. Uh, one of the questions that I asked when I was studying, um, and I was looking at this segment, I said one of the questions I had was, how do we love ourselves? Uh, and in my time of meditation, like, Lord, how do we love ourselves? You know, uh-huh. uh, there is a scripture that tells us love your neighbor as you love yourself. But it also, there are scriptures that tell us not to be vain, um, not to become lovers of ourselves. Um, so I was like, well, how do we love ourselves? And you hit it on the head. That's a great question. Uh, you hit it on your head. You love yourself by accepting what I've said about you. So you kind of really, you kind of really weighed into that. But yeah, because we start, we believe sometimes a narrative that's not true yep. about who we are or who God called us to be. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and, and I feel that it's just a, the whole love aspect for me, because I'm going to speak on me. For me, my transformation happy, happened when I was able to begin to see myself how God seen me um and then for me as growing up I I grew up in an abusive household so you can imagine where the identity portion of my life was out I didn't know my identity I knew the the chaos that I grew up in Mm -hmm. I knew um whatever I was called that day like, like, let's let's have a real conversation here. Whatever I was called that day, I that that is what I knew myself as. So, as a grown woman, I took that up and put it in my and took it up and had it as a part of my lifestyle. So then I eventually going on twenty one. When somebody told me I was this, it was like I just put on a mask. Oh, hello, this is me. And 
and to be in and, and to put you in a place of chaos amongst yourself. Because as spiritual beings, our spiritual side is aching and yearning to be who God called us to be. So when we're sitting there and we're putting on these masks, like, uh, let me just go ahead and put on this mask today because this is who I have to be today, and not taking the time to really dig deep and, and dig into that sacred place, that core of who we are, and know, okay, this is me, and I'm not perfect, and it and that's okay, and I'm not, I may not be the tallest, I may not be the skinniest, but I appreciate me for where I'm at right now in my journey. And here's the thing, when you see people get, I love to talk about cars because I love cars, uh, <laughs> but when we, let's put it in a way of cars, we see people take care of their cars so well, and then they'll wash it every week, they'll make sure they pay it on time, they'll add some rims on to it. <laughs> what if we looked at ourselves, our spiritual being? how we look at our materialistic things. Mm -hmm. What if we looked at it as, okay, let me, how can I add value to myself? How can I add in the areas that I don't feel so confident in? How mm -hmm. can I add that and take it from a biblical place? And so it's not, I think we're so surface. And we're not, we're not, we're spiritual beings. And so that's why a lot of us, I love that you're doing this, that a lot of us are hungry because we've been surface for so long that our spiritual being is tired. Mm -hmm. It is craving more. It's saying, hey, can we have some real food up in here? Because what you've been feeding me has not nourished us for a very long time. Mm -hmm. And so with COVID, it has us in a position now where we have to sit amongst ourselves and say, hey, girl, hey, man, this is who I am, sitting in our house looking at our four corners and deal with ourselves. Yeah, deal with and so that can go one or two ways. You can either embrace you. This is who I am in this journey. But I have a way to come, and that's having a growth mindset and being optimistic in what God can do in your life. Mm -hmm. But when you look at it in a way of, oh, I'm not cute, or I don't have anything to value or add to somebody else, you put God in a box when he moves in your life. You're not allowing him to move in your life. So when I think of self-love, it is a place of valuing and appreciating who you are authentically. Wow. And to be able to do to be able to do so, you have to be self aware. And so a lot of times, thank you, God, for you know, getting us through this process, but a lot of times the self awareness is what we want to skip over. Can we skip over that part? Can we just do something else? Can we mask it up? Let me just go uh buy me a new wig or something of that nature. You know, we mm -hmm. we try to mask it up with materialistic things when it's time that we sit still. Be still and know, right? So if we be still, we will understand that, okay, God created us. Even in our flaws, our flaws are intentional with God. Can I throw something at you? Because you right in my yes. prayer time. <laughs> I ready to throw something at you and I can't. We, we virtual. Um, uh, you know, and so here's what I said. You know, I'm going to interject if you don't mind. Uh -huh. Can I interject? <laughs> Girl, you was in my prayer time because before we started the show, I always pray. And I was like, like I told you, I wrote that question down. How do we love ourselves? And God just dropped some quick things in my spirit. But one thing that you said that I really wanted to weigh in on was sometimes we just need to sit at the feet of Jesus. You know, busyness, and I was thinking about the story of Martha and Mary, and here Jesus is, and now Martha is running around being busy, right? She's with all mm -hmm. these preparations, and she even tells Jesus, you, why you don't tell her to help me? And he's like, no, she, she's doing the better thing. She's sitting at mm -hmm. my feet. She's, and then he says, Martha, you're worried about many things. Like, you're consumed mm -hmm. with worry. You're consumed with busyness. So what God um, says, mm -hmm. busyness can rob us of the, the need to spend time sitting and listening at the feet of Jesus, right? Yes. 
So our life becomes better when we sit at Jesus' feet and listen, and our worries begin to dissipate uh, when we sit at the feet of Jesus and listen. And that stillness that you're mm-hmm. talking about, that that time, that's why I say this is a necessary season, because it's made a lot of us have to sit still and really deal with ourselves. And so, mm-hmm. man, but you, you and my, you, you all up and you, we didn't, we didn't talk about this. This is not, this is, this, this is exactly what I'm talking about, because this is the type of mm-hmm. dialogue that we need to have. But I was like, man, listen for his instruction, listen for his voice and listen for his wisdom. I find it interesting. He said, it said, sit still at his feet and listen. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's not about you saying anything. It's that you need to listen, listen. for what God is saying. Yeah. You need to listen for his voice in this season. And you and to do that, it said, um, what did it say? And I wrote it down. Jesus many times he okay, Mark chapter Mark chapter 1, 35. He got up, left the house, went to a solitary place where he prayed. So sometimes you gotta get out of <laughs> he got up, mm. right? Left the house, yeah. went to a solitary place where he prayed. Sometimes you gotta so get he away from him. <laughs> and got up out that environment. And that's what a lot of people don't want to do. They don't want to seek him. <laughs> and then they don't want to get up out their environment because they're comfortable. So you get comfortable in your busyness. You get comfortable in whatever lifestyle you live in. And then you're like, well, God, where are you at? Seek him and you will find him, right? So we can't, oh, I think... The process, and I love how you put that out there. It's the process. Are you willing to go through the process to get what you need? Sometimes it's not. And a lot of times God's hand is always moving. So if he's telling us to seek him and be still and listen, why are you moving around so much? Why? Hold on. Why are you in God's business? Let's talk about why we in his business. <laughs> that, that's none of our business. If we sit down, and that's why our our spirit life is heavy sometimes. It gets heavy because we're operating in a space that we shouldn't be operating in. If we sit down and be still and know, be, knowing is having the confidence, having the faith that God is working this out even if I don't know how to work it out. A lot of times we're in God's business, and he's like, if you don't move up on out, I can do what I can do for you, but all I need you to do is sit still and wait for my instruction. That's part of being obedient. Yep. And I got a, I got a confession. Mm. So about okay. six years ago, I went through depression. And okay. It was before I had my first son, I was dealing with grief. I was dealing with uh, infertility at the time. And um, I started feeling worthless. So when you talk about mindset, I just, I never said the words, but I didn't think that well of myself in that season. Um, Uh. And I found myself in a place of depression and did not know I was depressed. Um, I was still going about my daily routine. I was still praying, but it was one day I came to church and a man of God, my husband had went up for prayer and then they came and got me and said, you know, your wife needs to be here too. And so he prayed for me and he said, you, he told me, he said, you, God revealed it to him what I was struggling with. He said, you're dealing with depression. He began to pray over me and that began the process. I didn't get delivered after that prayer. I had to go through a process. And now here's the, the process. That piece, that piece is so important because now God had to deal with my mind and deal with the brokenness that was in my spirit. And, and I began to seek God and say, hey, you know, I've been praying, but he said, you've been praying surface prayers. You haven't really got down to the root. Sometimes you, you, you're praying, but you're not getting to the root of the problem and saying, Lord, I need your help. So I just kept going thinking I could just power through it. And I, I was struggling when I looked up depression because I thought depression looked a certain way. I'm going to be honest. I thought no. depressed people can't function. 
I thought the press people sitting in the dark room, I'm not doing that. I go to work every day. <laughs> you know, I'll, it seemed like, and then I start doing some research and looking at depression. And one of the things that people deal with when they deal with depression is their self-worth. It's somewhere their self-worth has been injured um, and they mm -hmm. don't see themselves. It's all in this conversation. Um, it's a, yeah. yeah. It's a, um, it's a lack. So you're, and I love to talk about um, how we view things, perception. It's um, looking in a way of lack, looking at yourself. When it comes to work, it's seeing, oh, I don't measure up. That's what mm -hmm. you think. I don't measure up to this. And I'm, I'm thankful for you to that you're sharing your truth because, um, as you know, I'm a cancer survivor, but during that time, of me going through the process of, um, you know, getting healed from cancer, I went through a deep depression where I literally planned my suicide. Mm. And I'm so thankful that, and so there was a process. And so I truly believe that and it wasn't, oh, one day I just woke up and I was just like that. No, this is a, a built up of many years of not seeing myself worthy of how God sees me. Mm -hmm. Not seeing myself worthy enough to heal. Didn't not see seeing myself, myself worthy of the promise that he made, right? Because I'm struggling with right. this. And so I'm, I'm having a hard time bridging the gap between promise and reality, right? I'm having a mm -hmm. problem of bridging these two things. I'm dealing with all these, I'm dealing with grief. I'm dealing with, re, I'm dealing with infertility, but I have a promise over here. Mm -hmm. and I'm, 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 I'm having a hard Ooh. time. I'm having a hard time, right? Yes. Settling that thing, you know? And uh, I remember when, after the prayer, I, cause I was, I, I'm gonna tell you, I had a hard time even receiving the prayer. I went home. I said, I'm mm. not coming back to the church. Um, I was offended. I'm like, I was embarrassed because I'm like, everybody don't know. And everybody know how much I love God. You know, anybody who knows mm -hmm. me. So how could I be depressed? So I start dealing with what are people going to think? What, how people yeah. are going to see me? And so that whole process, about a year and a half. And I remember I had to follow them. So I was in the kitchen when I got home from church that day and I was struggling, meaning I was getting fought. So if you don't receive the word, you can't get delivered. Right. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes when the word comes, it says that the enemy come to steal it. So you wouldn't get free because you ain't going to get free if he mm -hmm. steals it. It won't take root if he steals it. Mm -hmm. But anyway, um, I sit at the kitchen and I, I just, and the Lord said, and he spoke to me right in the midst of me struggling between Ooh. receiving that prayer, receiving my deliverance, having an issue with the whole, you know, persona that I'm strong and I shouldn't be dealing with depression, you know, and I mean, I, so many emotions. I was embarrassed. I was ashamed. Um, yeah, I just, you know, I was like, I'm not coming back. <laughs> and I sit at the kitchen and I remember I just had a total breakdown at the kitchen, at the kitchen sink, <laughs> right at the sink. The Lord spoke to me. He said, who, who would want you not to receive this? to get free. Mm. I sent the word to, to, to deliver you. Who would want mm. you not to get free? And then I knew then I had to go into spiritual warfare. I knew then that, um, okay, I'm going, to receive, I'm going to receive this word. I'm going to receive this word because I want the healing. I'm mm -hmm. I said, but Lord, you got to tell me how I got here so I don't get here again. So a year and, and a half, I had that. God took me from depression back to devotion. I said Listen. I was going to talk about this on the show, but <clears throat> a place of Come with your truth. worship, a place of praise, a place, a place of nakedness, right? It's almost a place of stripped downness and saying, Lord, what is the what got me here? And I began to search the word because I didn't think that the scripture had any answer for depression, but it did. It says anxiety, mm -hmm. the anxiety of life. So I was trying to carry life in my strength. I was trying to carry it. And he said, you never had to carry it. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. Mm -hmm. You don't have to carry it. You've been trying to carry stuff. 
Come on now. Never designed to carry. And so God had to deal with myself. And then I, when I began to research, he said, look up the word depression. And it talked about how it's connected with feelings of worthlessness, which goes back to your identity, right? So now you're beginning to doubt who I said, what I said about you. You're beginning to doubt the promise that I made you. You got to uh -huh. get back to believing God again. <laughs> so this is, and it's all, all about that self-work because what I was doing was surface praying, but I really wasn't dealing with the emotions. I was just powering through, right? This whole, this whole false sense of strength that we have to be strength in our own ability, but we're being crushed under the pressure. So that's because, it, come on now, come on now. <laughs> And when you when you were saying that, like, let's be real, we carrying bags. Here's a bag for what other people think. Here's a bag for the trauma from your childhood that you don't want to deal with. Here's a bag for, um, you know, those expectations you have for people and they ain't fall through. So we end up carrying all these bags, and then we like, Lord, it's heavy. When was the last time we have to think? With God, we can give it to him. So it's not, and a lot of times we're not accessing our resources because we don't have the knowledge to know. And that's why it's so important to read your Bible. And and I'm, I'm a true believer in, yes, go to church and have that experience because community is everything. But I also believe relationship is the core of who you are. So when you don't have that relationship with God, and to the core of who you are, you don't even know the access that you could have. You don't even know that <laughs> healing is okay. yours. This is you so don't even See, all like this you relates don't, to, <laughs> It relates to self maintenance because we could be busy with life, going on about what girl. we do, but we, you know, sometimes we're not dealing with the things that life is throwing at us. We just like you know, I'm gonna get through it. I'm, Sometimes you need to have the breakdown. You need to have the cry. You need to say, Lord, I don't know. I can't do, you know, I don't know what to do. I don't know what this is. And when I stop trying to control the process, when I stop trying to make what God promised me happen in my ability, in my strength, then he, then that's when his, in my weakness, his strength began to show up, but I had to surrender. Um, and that's what a lot of us don't want to do. A lot of us want to continue to look strong, and women, and it's and unfortunate that us women feel like we have to be strong 24-7, and it's not realistic. So when you're strong, God like, okay, she's just going to be carrying these bricks until she knows that I can carry that for her. And so it's surrendering and I understand, I often hear people say, like, that's scary. It can be scary to someone who doesn't really know the power of God. And so that's another thing that I question is when it comes to faith, are you really practicing faith or are you just saying it? Do you know what faith looks like? Do you know what faith is? Because when you're practicing this faith, it's like, God, I know, I know you got this. I know you got this. I know you got, you can have tears in your eyes, but you're saying, God, I know you got this. Yeah. And I had and to get, and, you got to get raw. You got to get raw and get yeah. really honest about, I always say this, if the honest you get, the more freer you're going to become, right? And so uh -huh. that's the thing. You got to get to a place where you're honest with self, because I think sometimes we can, we can operate in self, de self deception, right? Yeah. Um, and all of this is related to, um, that spiritual, that spiritual self-maintenance because Maintain. it's also understanding, look, you lo you're losing yourself in what you think everybody else wants you to do. Are you losing yourself in uh, grief? You're losing yourself trying to be strong when God's saying, all you got to do is lean into me and I'll help you carry this weight. I, I'm here to partner with you in the areas of life because life is going to happen. But you, why are you trying to, you being crushed under the pressure. And anxiety, the Bible says in Proverbs, I believe it's 25, because I was like, where's the scripture about depression? And anxiety lends itself mm -hmm. to depression. Well, look up anxiety. Anxiety is feelings of uncertainty. You're dealing with mm -hmm. uncertainty, which you're which, probably feeling like you're losing control. 
right? Mm-hmm. That's anxiety. But here's the thing. It's not about you losing control. It's about you giving control yep. over to God yep. and let him, you know, heal you in those places where you're broken and being honest enough to say, don't just try to power through it. Deal with your emotions. My emotions were messed up. God had to heal my emotions. And it took a year and a half. I had to get back to devotion. I had to get back to raw devotion. You know, Relationship. Time. Relationship. In God's presence. I was spending time, but I was busy with the cares of life too. And I was just allowing the cares of life. I, it'll just go away. It'll, you know, it's just a season. No, it was, it, it was getting ready to take me out, right? Because I really wasn't. And good. I think that's. Yeah. Even when we think of, you said devotion. You didn't say, oh, I'm going to spend time with God. I'm going to get up 10 minutes to God, then we out. No, you said devotion. So just how we nurture our relationships, um, you know, whether marriage, boyfriend, girlfriend, that's really how we have to nurture our relationship with God. Relation, it's not, <laughs> when we learn that God right. is so not surface, like, He's just like, give it over, be authentic. Like, just tell me what it is. When we learn to, okay, I'm going to get up today, and I'm, I have it. So when I get up, I, I have an expectation that God has a word for me every day, every day, because that's the relationship that I have built with God. That's what he has shown true to my life. So when you start to build that relationship, you know, with anybody else, you start to identify the characteristics, right? You start to identify that, oh, we're a good teammate here. So if you start building that relationship with God, you're like, oh, God, I can give you this because, you know, this is not my area of strength. I'm a true believer. I'm going to operate in my area of strength. So let me give this to God. Let me surrender this to to you. And I, I look at God as my best friend. So sometimes you may hear me say, uh, Bestie, I need you now. <laughs> God, I need you now. And that's because I know with self-awareness, you have to know your strengths as well as your weaknesses and be real with yourself. And that's and that is a scary, that's the scary thing because – you hitting mm-hmm. on everything that I wrote down, girl, and you, I, uh, I promise you. So I said, prayer is not a ritual. That's, no. that's, that's, that's key. Um, prayer mm-hmm. is the way that we cultivate our relationship with God. Just everything you just said. And so um, it's where we discover his will. It's where we come for answers and direction. It's where we pour out and cast our burdens. It's a place mm-hmm. of refreshing. It's the place where we stand on behalf of others. It's the place of healing and restoration. So, you know, prayer, (laughs) not just a ritual, not just going through the motions and not really getting to it and saying, Lord, my heart is broken. My brother is gone. I'm grieving. And you said that you will comfort me and I need you. Uh Right. I need you. I need to stop everything else and I need you to comfort me. I need to stop everything else. Yeah. Not to catch you off, but even if you, I I feel led to say this because I hear often people say, well, I don't know what to say, or I don't know how to pray. You don't, there's not, if you just (laughs) be still, lay down at his feet, God wants us to come to him in child form. So that's what we forget too. So lay down at his feet. If you can't lay down, turn on some worship music. That's building intimacy with him. That's a conversation. This is so good. Have that conversation. (laughs) God don't need words. He knows our hearts. So if you just come at him, Lord, I don't know what to say, but I'm going to lay here until I hear your voice. Lord, I'm going to lay here until I can feel that healing. That's what I want people to understand. There's no, I, I guess people feel like there's techniques to how to communicate with God. When in reality, if you just come real and just say, God, I don't know how to do this, or God, I'm coming to you like this today, it, he, he's waiting for you to come as you are. He knows where you're at. 
He knows your spiritual maturity. He knows where you're at in life. So if you don't have the words, come to him without saying anything and just lie at his feet. This is so good. Mammy, you are on time. You are hitting it. That awareness, that identity and prayer, man, and then doing that self-work and the mind, the mind, what we tell ourselves and how we, that's why, man, that's, you got to get in the word because that's the, the word is the only thing that can change your mind and transform it. Um, man, so Mm-hmm. There are three. What are three things we can do to become better stewards in our life, or better in our um, self maintenance? <laughs> one thing that I would start with is really just going to God and asking Him to reveal your true identity, and none of the surface stuff. God, show me who I am. Show me who I am in my day-to-day roles. Show me who you called me to be. And then give me the wisdom and knowledge to walk in that. Yeah. It takes that, that identity portion is key. And so being able to ask God to reveal your true self to you. Because sometimes we, like, if you want to be honest, I remember a time where I told myself a certain narrative of myself to myself of myself, like that's you when it wasn't the case. So I would say, get a journal and say this small prayer, God reveal to me who I am. Show me who I am today. Show me my true identity. And every time the Holy Spirit showed you that, write it down. Write it down. And then if you see the reflection in your everyday life, write out how can you continue to show that? How can you how can you cultivate that? And then if you don't see it, write out some way that you can cultivate that into your lifestyle. Because the core, the true you, the authentic you, it's down in there. That's why sometimes you see people fighting with themselves because your authentic being is there. It's just, it's going, what I tell some of the clients I work with, it's an identity crisis. So you find yourself fighting in that phase of self-awareness. So getting, become more aware and asking God, God, who I am? Who am I? Really, who am I really? And writing that down, and then having asking God, show me the wisdom and knowledge to um, be able to cultivate those things. That's good be, to be able, to, you know. And so another thing I would suggest doing is really just looking yourself in the mirror and saying, "This is who I am today." I am proud of you because you have overcome many things. And and then being able to speak to yourself in a way that inspires you to grow. We look at we look for inspiration in other people when a lot of times we can learn to change our self-talk. So every day waking up and having a positive self-talk about yourself. One thing I do, and I think I've done this for three years, um, is I have affirmations in my phone, and they're reminders. They're set as reminders. They go off every two hours from the time I get up to 9 p.m. That's good. And that is for me to be reminded, even on those days when things are trying, and I'm just like, God, hmm, this don't look like what the promise. And you can even write the promise that God has for you and just to have them as a reminder. But just having that reminder, like, I am. This is who I am. And saying it out loud because there's there's a shift that happens when your mind hears it and it's like, oh, who are we? Oh, we're worthy. We're powerful. We're called. There's a shift that happens with that. So speaking, changing your language and how you speak to yourself. 
Wow. And then the next, the next thing is, I think after changing that language is really valuing yourself in a way that looking at yourself as, okay, now that you know you're worthy, now that you know who you are, value that. Appreciate yourself. Celebrate yourself. Take care of yourself. That means taking care of your mind. That means taking care of your body. That's part of self-love. That's being able to be authentic and just being your true self and saying, okay, you bad. You just got to talk to yourself like that. Like, you you bad. You are the bomb. And talking to yourself and then valuing yourself enough to have healthy relationships. Valuing yourself to not um, play small in places that you know God has called you to. Valuing yourself enough. (laughs) <laughs> valuing yourself enough to not go back to the that ex that you know you have evolved from. Even in those moments, you just like, mm, no, you value yourself enough to know that God has more for you. You value yourself to know that where I'm at today, God has, there's greater. Man, there's this greater. is so good. Those are some gems. I hope y'all catch it when she laying down. Because I'm taking notes. I'm t- <laughs> Listen. This is so it, it, good. It's, that's what transformation is. It starts with us. It starts with our mind. It's reprogramming our mind. It's changing the narrative. And in those three sets, you can literally change the narrative of your story. You don't have to be your past. You don't even have to be your yesterday. You can wake up and say, you know what, today... I'm going to make a change in my life. And you begin that change with your intention. As soon as you get up, set that intention. Today, I'm going to do something that pushes my vision forward. It doesn't have to be these big, major steps. That's what, and I love that you brought up the process, Debbie, because we have to be willing to go through the process. And a lot of people think, Everything is so microwavable. We just pop it in the microwave and it comes right out next minute later. No. Some, the best meals come out after a long night being cooked. Yep. <laughs> that marination, right? Yep. <laughs> ah, that that meat falling off the bone because you just let it just yes. simmer. And that's what God wants, wants. He wants us to look more and more. That should be our heart to look more and more mm-hmm. like him to be who we call and then we should be we should be falling in love with Jesus every day. And, um, and sometimes we gotta we gotta know when our love is getting cold, right? That we're not, you know, showing up the way we used to show up. We're not spending, we're not, we're not pulling away to spend that time with him to nourish our our spirit and to, you know, and even to- when you feel that, it's like I think um I tell people it's just like we plug our phones up to charge. We were like, oh, man, it's about to die. And that's how we should feel about our spiritual life. We should always want to keep it on full because that's the source. That's how we operate in leadership. That's how we operate as parents. That's how we operate in any type of relationship we got or just in life. So why not keep ourselves full? And, and when I think of full, I think of wholeness. Wholeness. What And then being able to say, okay, making decisions as, okay, me on this journey of being whole, what does wholeness look like for me? That's also being self-aware. Being like, okay, what does my higher self look like? And then making your daily choices and, and back to that intention, making that daily intention of, okay, this is what my higher self look like. So today I'm going to establish a goal that will push me higher, mm-hmm. that will keep me going. I, I'm, this self-awareness thing, I promise you, it is a, it's about, like, people think it's just, oh, okay, identity, identity, identity. In reality, it's a part of our freedom. You want freedom? Get to the core of who you are. Maintenance mm-hmm. that area. Like you said, maintenance. Spiritual maintenance. Take care of yourself, just like you would take care of your car. You you're more valuable than that car. 
Yeah. Take care of yourself. Invest in yourself. When I say invest in yourself, invest in your mindset. Invest in your spirit. Invest in yourself by having healthy relationships. Being able to cultivate healthy relationships. And honestly, that begins with self-awareness and being able to have a relationship with yourself. You know, and, and some of us avoid that relationship with ourselves because we be like, dang. This is so good. So I wrote down just what you said. <laughs> you love yourself by by valuing my love for you and demonstrating and exercising it in your daily life. So remember that question, how do we love ourselves? And I was saying that during my time of prayer and reflection before mm -hmm. our meeting. And I asked that question in my prayer time and I got these answers. You love yourself by valuing my love for you and demonstrating and exercising it in your daily life. And wow. that means um, not neglecting yourself um, because mm -hmm. he says, you know, you can't love your neighbor. You can't love anybody else if you don't love yourself. But it's hard to love mm -hmm. yourself when you don't really know the love of God. So you got to yeah. know um, by valuing my love for you. God is his love is unfailing. Right. And so mm -hmm. he covers a multitude of sin. His love. Um, when you think about his mercy has been new. Covers right? His love covers, you know, and so you think about that and you're like, wow, it's kind of hard to comprehend, but um, trying to fathom how he loves us, even in the midst of our, our flaws and our mess and our, you know, that abusive background you talked about is so funny because I don't know if we ever talked about this, but I was a foster kid and I was raised in the house no. and they fought each other. So I come from a very abusive background and um, mm. I think what happens is, um, in our culture, sometimes we don't go get counseling. I had a little bit of counseling, um, but I still wore those scars for many, many mm -hmm. years. And I still struggled with unforgiveness. Uh, I struggled with trying to please people, um, you mm -hmm. know, be, to be good enough. Because um, mm -hmm. I didn't get the affirmation I needed. So I was looking for it in other mm -hmm. places. Um, I'm glad it didn't lead me down certain paths, but... Um, it led me far enough. <laughs> let me yeah, know. it's right. But yeah, this is so good. So man, any so tell us now what you're working on. You already dropped some gems. You gave us so much today. Thank you for being Let's, Thank you for having me. I'm I think I'm gonna have to um I'm definitely going to re-listen because this it blessed me too. Um and honestly during COVID, I have really been, just like much of us, really been focused. <laughs> Not so much on the um, surface stuff, but on the inside stuff. And so I'm currently working on a program um, for spirit-led uh, womanpreneurs, entrepreneurs, um, to be able to shift their mindset and turn their fear into faith and be able to um, launch the business that they want, the digital businesses that they want, ministries that they want, and be able to go out there and show up boldly. Show right. up boldly. I and, I, and I'm a true believer, and, and I believe that we can do that in an authentic way, in showing up our authentic selves. We're more effective when we show up our authentic self. So that is my passion is just to help women see their worth. Um, and so I'm currently working on that. I'm currently also working on a podcast um, for women as well. So it's, it's just being able to cultivate that um, and just expand my impact um, as well as I grow because I'm on a journey and I'm thankful that I can share my journey with women like you um, and just be able to help other women. Um, all of us come together and just help other women. So that's you, what I'm you currently are awesome. About. I told you, you stuck with me now. Um, yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> I, um, yeah uh, you made an impression on me when I came to one of your meetings and um, your heart, oh, wow. your, your heart for women in the room. And so I, I am um, very thankful that you're Thank on you. the show today. And um, I hope you didn't let my excitement deter you because I wasn't trying to cut you <laughs> off. I just, you know, I'm like, oh, she was in my conversation during prayer. Like, I got all this stuff written down. But yeah, so. It's God. You, <laughs> you did such an awesome job. Um, how do people get a hold of you? you? How do people reach out yeah. to you? 
Yes, you can find me on Instagram at Mamie Saunders Global underscore or um, Instagram Intentional She or Facebook Intentional She. Uh, but that's where you can find me for now. Um, in December, I will launch my podcast called Intentional She as well. So for now, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram. Um, and, and make sure you guys follow because I would love to connect um, and just share my mission with you all. Yay! So you guys, I hope you I hope you got something out of this. This was uh, we shared a lot, a lot of transparency, um, a lot of testimony. But I hope you 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 really picked up what she laid down when it came to the three things that you need to do um, wow. to focus on your spiritual self um, awareness and maintenance. So. She, she, she gave us a lot of good nuggets and um, that journaling, those affirmations and learning how to celebrate your small victories. Um, yeah. I wrote that down um, because sometimes we have a hard time celebrating along the journey. We're so busy, concerned about the destination that we don't know how to, to celebrate the little victory yeah. or celebrate the, along the process and you know, just stop and have a, a moment of, man, you know, I'm, I'm growing, I'm growing, you know, <laughs> right? I'm growing, like, yeah, I, it's a really... Celebration is a part of the process. It's a part of um, identifying, and I think a lot of times, especially this day and age, it's like the bigger picture, but what happens is division always starts with small steps, small um accomplishments and you know what and just being able to also share those accomplishments with other people because especially in these times being able to give people hope so your victory isn't just yours your victory is a testimony to somebody else that's this hope. Is so good girl you is <laughs> i love it i love it and i is just oh my goodness we might have to have bring you back again. We might have to bring you back. Listen, again. <laughs> we really stuck with each other because I'm like, um, Debbie, she's gonna be on intentional. She's dropping them gems too. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you know, I wasn't even gonna say half of the stuff I said. So hopefully, it blessed somebody because I wanted to share, yeah. you know, a little bit of of the process that you were talking about because that's that's real, right? It's real life that sometimes you struggle with worth. Um, and we're not saying that sometimes we, we, we look like we got it all together and we're falling apart. <laughs> you, you right. falling apart. <laughs> but I, I truly thank God for your life and your mission because you today sharing that portion with someone because you're self aware, you were able to identify what was stopping you from being the woman you are today. And so you sharing that today is a key. This is somebody looking for this, a key to open a door for somebody else. So I thank God for your life. I thank God for your testimony. I thank God that you just kept pressing. And, you know, many blessings to you and your movement because it's greater. It's greater. Girl. And, and here's the thing, that boat that you're talking about, I just – it's, it's the righteous are bold as a lion. I just believe God is raising up bold, bold people. I mean, with a still a heart for people, a heart to love people, but we got to have some of these dialogues and these conversations. And we, you know, we, sometimes we got to, we got to, we got to confront the status quo. <laughs> we got to do mm -hmm. it. Yeah, this is and so you do so by being real. Thank you so much for, um, Thank you for so you. much for um, just bringing so much value to this platform and sharing your wisdom with the audience. Um, and man, I got to have you. Thank you. So we're going to wrap up, guys. I'm going to put a little bit of this <laughs> room. And you know what? It's, it's, this is Aaron Sunday. So when you hear this, it probably will be Sunday. Um, you have a blessed Sunday. And then join us again um, for our next episode. But you want to tune in. Um, man, she dropped so many gems. I mean, we talked about awareness and uh -huh. identity, um, worth. Man, we talked about the importance of affirmations and self-talk. 
we talked about, I mean, we, we covered, um, wow. we covered so much ground today that you're going to need to take your notebook out and make sure you're taking notes when you, when you, how you took notes. You guys, right. a little bit of more of this music and then you have a blessed Sunday. Bless Sunday, guys.